Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how's everyone doing? Man, do I have some news to pass along to you. And it's really made me upset, being that it's so important to have these tests done. Remember I told you last week I went to go get that CT scan done? When I kept telling them that this is the wrong test, I should be getting an MRI, blah, 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 blah. I take the CT scan anyways. Um, and the results came fine. No issues at all. So, you know, it's like, hello, people. I'm not going to have any issues because you're doing the CT scan on my abdomen and on my pelvis. Why? That isn't what I'm there for, but... Like I said, I took it anyway. So today I went to my pain doctor and showed him the results. And he couldn't believe it either because the paperwork they sent in supposedly is, it says MRI on it. So now we're back to the beginning where I got to start all over again. Wait for this referral to get accepted. And take the test and see what the results are. I still have not heard back from a vascular doctor yet. Um, Being Monday is kind of busy, so I'll wait until tomorrow, but... That's another thing that's been held up. I mean, it's been approved, but nobody can find me a location to go to. Oh, God. And I have to deal with this all the time with that that place that I go to. But that's where I'm at right now. And, you know, at night is when the worst pain comes. I'm in so much pain. It's just so severe that I get to the point where I feel like I'm going to just throw up because it's so bad. So... I don't know. I just hope they get some results as soon as possible and we get these tests done because I need to know what's going on before, you know, something else happens with my leg. So that's where I'm at. I wanted to pass that all along to you and welcome you here to the podcast. I hope everyone's having a better week and weekend than I did. One thing I forgot to mention is my son got married this Saturday and that was a great great wedding ceremony and it was all done in his backyard he just bought a house so there was a lot of um family members there so we finally got to meet her parents which we hadn't done and they've been together for some time so but that's how it usually is sometimes but yeah so that was a good good thing for you know happening in my family so so today the podcast is going to be on types of pain how to recognize and talk about them. I felt this, um, you know, when it comes to types of pain, you know, you can go to your doctor and, you know, of course they're not going to believe you, but if you have something like this uh, document that I'm going to be reading this from, you know, maybe that will help you out when you get in there.
it's always good to bring as much information as you can and show that to your doctor. Hopefully that makes the changes, but don't go out of that office until you get the information that you're wanting. That's what I always say. So, the sensation of pain involves communication between your nerves, spinal cord, and brain. There are different types of pain depending on your underlying uh, causes. And I think that's one area, my spinal cord is, is one area where some of my pains come from also. We, we all feel in different ways, so you may find it difficult to describe the type of pain you're feeling to others. You can also experience more than one type of pain at a time, which only adds to the difficulty. Understanding the different types of pain can make it easier for you to talk to your doctor and describe your symptoms. So we're going to first start out with acute pain. Acute pain is a short-term pain that comes on suddenly and has a specific cause, usually tissue injury. Generally, it lasts for fewer than six months and goes, up, goes once the underlying cause is treated. Acute pain tends to start up sharp and intense before gradually improving. Common causes of acute pain include broken bones, surgery, dental work, labor and childbirth, cuts and burns. Now here's the one we all have, chronic pain. Pain that lasts more than six months, even after the original injury has healed, is considered chronic. Chronic pain can last for years and range from mild to severe on any given day, and is fairly common affecting an estimated 50 million adults in the U.S. While past injuries or damage can cause chronic pain, sometimes there is no apparent cause. Without proper management, chronic pain can start to impact your quality of life. Oh, how we all know that. As a result, people living with chronic pain may develop symptoms of anxiety and depression. Other symptoms that accompany chronic pain include tense muscles, lack of energy, and limited mobility. Some common examples of chronic pain include frequent headaches, nerve damage pain, low back pain, arthritis pain, and fibromyalgia pain. The next one is going to be noxiceptive pain. Noxiceptive pain is most common type of pain. It's caused by stimulation of the nociceptors, which are pain receptors for tissue injury. You can have this pain throughout your body, especially in your skin and internal organs. When they're stimulated by potential harm, such as cut or other injury, they send electrical signals to your brain, causing you to feel the pain. This type of pain usually feels when you have any type of injury or inflammation. This pain, chronic pain, can be either acute or chronic. It can also be further classified as being either visceral or somatic. Visceral pain. Visceral pain results from injuries or damage to your internal organs. You can feel it in the trunk of your body, which includes your chest, abdomen, and pelvis. It's often hard to pinpoint the exact location of visceral pain. Visceral pain is often described as pressure, aching, squeezing, cramping, and you may also notice other symptoms such as nausea and vomiting 
as well as changes in body temperature, heart rate, and blood pressure. Examples of, of these cause visceral pain include gallstones, appendicitis, and irritable bowel syndrome. Next, somatic. Somatic pain results from stimulation of pain receptors in your tissues rather than your internal organs. This includes your skin, muscles, joints, connective tissues, and bones. It often, it's often easier to pinpoint the location of somatic pain rather than visceral pain. It can be further classified as either deep or superficial. For example, a tear in a tendon will cause deep somatic pain, while a canker sore on your inner cheek causes superficial somatic pain. Examples of somatic pain include bone fractures, strained muscles, connective tissue issues, and diseases such as osteoporosis, cancer that affects the skin or bones, skin cuts, scrapes and burns, joint pain, including arthritis pain. Next is going to be neuropathic pain. Neuropathic pain results from damage to or dysfunction of the nervous system. This results in damage or dysfunctional nerves misfiring pain signals. This pain seems to come out of nowhere rather than in response to a specific injury. You may also feel pain in response to things that are, aren't usually painful, such as cold air or clothing against your skin. Neuropathic pain is described as burning, freezing, numbness, tingling, shooting, stabbing, and electric shocks. Diabetes is the most common cause of neuropathic pain. Other sources of nerve injury or dysfunction can lead to neuropathic pain include chronic alcohol consumption, accidents, infections, facial nerve problems such as Bell's palsy, spinal nerve inflammation or compression, shingles, carpal tunnel syndrome, HIV, central nervous system disorders such as multiple uh, Parkinson's disease, radiation, and chemotherapy drugs. Here's some other tips for talking about pain. Pain is a very personal experience that varies from person to person. What feels very painful to one person may only feel like mild pain to another. And other factors such as emotional state and overall physical health can play a big role in how you feel. Describing your pain accurately can make it easier for your doctor to find the cause of your pain and recommend the right treatment. If possible, write down details of your pain before your appointment to help you be as clear as possible. Here are some things your doctor will want to know. These are things that you need to make sure you write down for yourself personally. How long you've had the pain, how often your pain occurs, what brought on the pain, what activities or movements make your pain better or worse, where you feel the pain, whether your pain is localized to one spot or spread out, and if your pain comes and goes or is constant. Uh, be sure to use words that best describe your type of pain you feel, and here's a few words to consider using. Burning, sharp, dull, intense, aching, cramping, shooting, stabbing, 
gnawing, rippling, pressure, heavy, tender, prickly, stinging. Keeping a pain diary to track your symptoms can also be helpful. Take note of these things. When it starts, how long it lasts, how it feels, where you feel it, how severe is the scale, how fear is your pain on a scale of 1 to 10, what brought on or triggered the pain, what, if anything, made it worse or better, any medications or treatments you're using. If you keep a di uh, pain diary, make sure to bring it along with your next doctor's appointment. So let's go ahead and finish out this episode here with uh, one more topic. Uh, type 5 nerve support supplements for 2023. And this will kind of give you an idea of what supplements are out there. I've tried several different kinds and none really worked for me. So I just picked um, what ingredients were in there. And I just took the ones that I felt I could use and it will be more beneficial to me. So you can either do it that way or take the whole thing, you know, that has all the different supplements in it. But let's uh, talk about this briefly here. So many out there are wondering what can do what you can do to support healthy, com comfortable nerves. Understanding nerve pain and health is a bit like trying to solve a Rubik's cube. There's such a tangled web of science, and even many experts don't offer crystal clear answers. But with the right twists and turns, you might be surprised. So what are some known factors involved in healthy nerve function? According to the Mayo Clinic, all the following, vitamin B, which I take, including B1, B6, and B12, which is what I take, along with vitamin E and niacin, are crucial to nerve health. Smoking and alcohol. Both smoking and alcohol, along with other lifestyle factors, may have an impact on healthy function of the nervous system. Blood sugar. Blood sugar levels already in the normal healthy range are essential to healthy nerves. So how is nerve health supported? Luckily, there are a number of nutritional supplements that may support healthy, comfortable nerves. Healthline, which is where I'm getting this article from, for example, names B12 vitamins, I'm sorry, B vitamins, turmeric, alpha lipoic acid, which is one I take. Additional research will turn up potential beneficial effects of white willow, skullcap, and passionflower. Many nerve health products combine some or all these ingredients, and some products include other ingredients, and some products include none. So here's the big question. How do you find the right nerve health product or your needs. We have a passion for health supplements of all kinds and many of us have used alternative health products to improve our lives and support the health of our bodies. But through our experience in the industry, we found there is a certainty a difference in the quality of products that we think everyone should consider before buying. After a review of the research, and discovering a lack of what we believe to be right, combination of herbs, vitamins, and essential cofactors to support nerve health, we decided to go out and formulate our own. And this is coming from a different company that's on here, which I'm not going to mention here, but I'll make sure I post it on here and let you guys know what they consider to be the number one product out there.
So here's what they consider as the big four ingredients. From our research, we believe it is essential that any product include the big four, alpha lipoic acid, B vitamins, turmeric, and white willow bark. We also value some promising components, such as it's called fever few. Um, if you go with the liquid delivery method, it's our opinion that a liquid delivery method with its long history of use and rapid absorption is preferable. Also, liquids are easy to take and don't require to swallow another pill. So I'm going to give you the top five nurse support supplements of 2023 that they're ranking here. Just to let you know that none of these uh, companies that are on here are an affiliate of mine, so I'm not getting paid for any of this information I'm giving to you. It's just for your information, so you know that there's some different products out there that you may consider yourself to try. The first one they give you down is the Nervestra, and it's it's a liquid. It's probably it's more like those tinctures, you know, where you put those drops under your tongue or on your tongue. That's what it's like. And they give that one a 5 out of 5. And they put down here, we believe Nuresta is the number one premier nerve health product, even though it is one of the newer products to hit the market. We formulated it after a long market survey and did so. And in this product, they're talking about is passion flower, whole flower, turmeric root, white willow bark, skullcap herb, fever view herb, and oat straw herb. Those are the ingredients of that particular product. The next one they rate out of four out of five. This one's called Nurse Shield. What makes this one different is Nurse Shield this covers no preferred ingredients. It has B vitamins and alkaline poic acid but no omega fatty acids. Additionally it utilizes the traditional pill capsule delivery method which is shown to be less absorbent than the liquid delivery method. So, you know, as you, as we talk about these different ingredients in these, you know, it's up to you which one you want to go with. Um, the full ingredients are just pick and choose which items you think they are that are going to work best for you. But you also want to talk to your doctor, too. Don't forget about that before you make any decisions. The next one's a three out of five, and it's called Healthy Feet and Nerves. Um... This one does not contain omega fatty acids or turmeric. Now, when it comes to turmeric, I have not decided if I want to start taking that or not. I've seen some, um, you know, some things that are bad and some things that are good. So I have not decided if that's a good choice for me or not. I did go back on the alpha lipoic acid. Um, if you remember some episodes back, I was talking about how there's two different uh lipoic acids products one has the R and the other one doesn't and I went and I was using the regular and then I went back and, and tried the one with the RA or the R and it didn't work at all for me I didn't see no differences so I just went back to the regular one because you know the one with the R in front of it it costs a lot more money so you know that's the choice I made uh, the next one they give a 2 out of 5 and that's called Neuro Plenish. This one's a hand and foot nerve formula. 
And this one contains two of the four preferred ingredients. It only carries two items. It has B vitamins and alkaline acid, but it does not contain omega fatty acids or turmeric. The first thing that they noticed was a rather short list of ingredients. And like many others in the industry, there's just nothing that makes them different from their competitors. And when there's been so much new and exciting research in the past years, sticking to the same old formula isn't that impressive. And finally, nerve support formula. I think this is one of those that I took when I first started out um, on this podcast episodes back in about three years ago. I took one to try it out to see how well it worked, and I didn't notice any difference. But again, too, you know, it wasn't too, um, I didn't have a lot of experience in these types of um, supplements. So I didn't know that there was better products than this one here. So what I did was I tried this one, and it didn't seem to work. And obviously, because this one has no preferred ingredients. It has the B vitamins, but it doesn't have turmeric, alpha lipoic acid, or omega fatty acids. And that's called nerve support formula. So see, and it also, you know, this one was a pill capsule. I remember that. And the delivery method was better absorbed if you did the uh, liquid formula. So, you know, that's what you need, I guess, you know, those things I didn't know back then until you know just recently when i started looking up to see if there was any different products uh for 2023 and that's where this came up so i don't know i might i might end up getting that the one that they ranked five out of five the nervestra which is a liquid and all these can be bought on amazon and again i'm not promoting any of these ingredients i don't have or these products i don't have any affiliate association with any of them so you know i won't be getting any money but i just wanted to make it uh let you guys know about these products that are out there and you know something that might work for you you know me i'm probably too far gone with my nerves for any product like this to start out and work but again i'm gonna try it so that way i can give you guys my feedback on what i feel if it worked or not all right you guys so hopefully I get all these tests done. While I was recording this, the doctor did call me. Um, yeah, so I was supposed to get the um, MRI instead of that CT scan. So I don't know. So we're going to get that set up um, for next week, the correct tests. And then I'm going to get hold of the vascular. And I go in this Friday to talk about the... Um, the results from the CT scan, which to me, by reading them, it looks like everything's okay. So that's where I'm at. And I will keep you updated as we go along. And I want to just wish you guys a great week. And a happy Father's Day to the fathers out there. And I will talk to you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.